0: Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight either an essential oil or herb that will optimize your health. Sit back and flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy. Hello, everybody. This is a Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Katie's essential oil apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to be talking about one of the more luxurious of the oils around, which is rose. But before we begin, the website is Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles, essential oil recipes, food recipes, and numerous natural remedies, alternative health articles that we have there to biohack your body. Please donate to our Patreon account to help defray the expenses of maintaining the website and the podcast. Click on the link on the episode notes and you can donate whatever you can donate and we would be appreciative. We would be even more appreciative if that number is high. <laughs> also, by Confessions of an Obese Child, the ebook on Amazon, Kindle, and Barnes & Noble Nook, it talks about what it was like to grow up overweight and the things that I did to cope and eventually how I lost it. And how you too can lose it as well. And lastly, I am a paleo-inspired health coach. So if any of you need weight loss tips or just some guru to help you out, contact me. The prices are on the website. And please, of course, I recommend that you go listen to all the Holistic Health News podcasts, which are our flagship stream. And there's a lot, a lot of topics over there that you might find interesting. Recently we did one on dating app scams. And then we have one on laundry detergent toxins. And we have one on antibiotics, laden meat. And there's just fluoride and fasting and just there's just so much stuff. So go check it out. All right, let's talk about rose essential oil. Now rose is luxurious as some of you might know because it's so freaking expensive it is an expensive oil i would hazard to guess it is probably the most expensive essential oil and now there's some reasons for that but if you're looking at doterra or young living and and i'm not affiliated with either uh, you're looking at around 180 bucks 180 bucks. Now if you somehow find a rose oil that is cheaper than that, then for sure it's been adulterated. Commonly they adulterate it with fillers. Sometimes they put in some of the uh the, the cheaper oils that can mimic the or blend well with the actual rose oil that's in there. So no, you're looking at about $180. Now the good news is that rose oil is very potent in terms of its efficacy, its potency, its power. And in fact, one drop of rose oil is the equivalent of 60 roses, 60 roses in one drop. Okay, so don't be putting a lot in your diffuser or on your creams, which we'll talk about, which are the, probably the most common usages. It's a lot. It's very potent stuff. And and you can you can apply it neat. Uh, but just kind of be weary. I'd I'd recommend you put it in an oil like grapeseed oil, but you can apply it neat. One ounce has about a hundred and twenty pounds of rose oil. One ounce. One ounce. Now most of the time when you buy it, it's five milliliters, but one ounce. 120 pounds worth of roses. This is some high-end stuff. High-end stuff. So rose oil what do we think about rose oil well we think of roses right and that's not to say that's that's uncommon Uh, rose essential oils mostly comes from like bulgaria over in the balkans there's different types of rose oils origins or different rose types that they get it from but the most common one is rosa Damaschina. rosa Damaschina. and in it there's a lot of really good therapeutic compounds Citronellin, uh, is one of them citral, eugenol eugenol is found in clove and garlic this is one of the reasons why rose scores very high on the orac scale for antioxidants or cancer fighting going back to the price the luxury of rose oil now it is expensive but look if you use it sparingly like one drop here or there a bottle a five milliliter bottle can last you 10 years it can also sometimes it can be kind of viscous in, in in the bottle. So sometimes you need to warm it up, either rub it with your hands. I wouldn't put it in a microwave, but just room temperature, kind of get it warmed up for it to get in a more liquid state. I did mention that sometimes if you find rose oil at a cheaper price, it can be mixed in with something like geranium. Geraniums is a common one because the smells are somewhat similar. But in history... Rose oil has been used since the beginning of ancient civilizations, even going back to Babylon and Egypt and Greece and Rome uh, for perfumes, right? We talked about how most of the perfumes now are just chemicals that are mimicking rose and other other odors that we like, or for colognes, perhaps some musky cells. But back then, they would just distill, steam distillation of roses and and get the oils. And then they would mix it with water or alcohol back then uh, to make... the the traditional antiquity type of oil. So back then it was mostly used for what it is used today, perfumery and cosmetics, the ancient versions of those things. So so let's cover the main indications or usages for rose oil. And we're only going to cover a couple because as with the past episodes, I just want you to have one or two major takeaways from each of the oils uh, that we cover. So with, with rose, it makes sense, Skincare, skincare, skin care, hair care. There was a study that was done back in 2010 in China, and they published a study uncovering that rose oil exhibited one of the strongest bactericidal activities compared to 10 other oils. And they also discovered that just after five minutes of 0.25% dilution, the bacteria responsible for acne, which is propion bacterium acnes, was completely destroyed. Now, in general, people use rose oil as kind of like a lotion or a balm to apply. Some women like to use it kind of on a, like a, a scrub, like a facial scrub. And they use it before they go to sleep, for example. that's That's one of the most common ways that we think of rose oil being used. Now, you can apply a drop or so of pure oil on a blemish or on acne or on eczema, uh, but I would recommend probably sandalwood more for eczema. But you you can do that. But in general, I think to save up on your oil because it is very pricey, I think it's bad better to kind of mix it in with an oil and make it a scrub. So some scrub recommendations If you want to do like a skin moisturizer or a a night balm, because one of the benefits of rose is that it's relaxing and it helps with insomnia. But one of the things you can do is get some rose and get some grapeseed oil and get some sugar, not a lot. And if you have jasmine or frankincense, which are other kind of high-end oils, you can mix a drop of each of those in there and mix it in. And the sugar just helps it caress the skin better than if you didn't use it. And just kind of put it on your your skin as a scrub. And uh, that can be really effective, really effective for that regard. Another benefit is this is going to be mental health, depression, stress. It's really, really good for that. There was a study that was published in the Journal of Complementary Therapies and Clinical Practice. And what they did is they got 28 postpartum women. Of course, that's not a big group. But the researchers separated them into two groups, one who'd be treated with fifteen minute sessions of two point five percent solution of rose oil twice a week for four weeks, and the control group as well and what they found was pretty remarkable they they noticed that the women who were given the rose oil experienced significant decrease in postnatal depression and also marked scores and general lowering of anxiety so Rose oil is just great for depression, relieving of stress. It's great for an insomnia. It's great for just kind of getting a calm, light spirit, uh, kind of like for using to kind of feel more trust and love and a lighting of the spirit. And it just puts you in a greater mood, almost like a euphoria. So, if you're kind of down, diffuse some of that oil, and uh you might be feeling better now, there's a lot of oils that are good for alleviating depression and mood, so rose oil doesn't necessarily have to be the first one, but if you're buying rose oil for its uh, kind of cosmetic uh skin perfumery kind of reasons, then just know that's also in its arsenal, and it can be quite effective. The last thing I do want to mention, uh, one of the major kind of indications for rose oil is going to be getting it on, getting horny. So rose oil has been known since ancient times to be an aphrodisiac, which makes sense, right? Roses, think of like Georgia O'Keeffe, you think of the the vulva of the woman. So uh, just the scent is pleasant, and so it just kind of is associated with sex. In particular, it can help with sexual dysfunction. So if a woman's got dyspareunia or painful sex, Maybe the man's got some erectile dysfunction. Uh, it's just a great oil to use. It's it's also good mentally, as I mentioned, for building trust. Uh, so if like if it's your first time having sex with somebody, it's a great oil to be diffusing in the background. Uh, you can apply a couple drops behind your ears or in some other intimate places, but no, you don't have to do that because uh, this is an expensive oil. But if you're wealthy, hey, you can apply it neat. I probably put it wouldn't put it uh, behind the ears cuz we'll talk about some of the problems with rose oil some of the contraindications. But yeah, diffuse it around uh the bedroom and uh it's just great for uh horniness and getting getting in the mood. Some minor indications, it helps clean out the liver. I personally would recommend drinking warm lemon water if you wanted to do something that cleanses the liver. That's been used in Ayurvedic medicine for millennia. So just drink some warm water, squeeze in some lemon juice, either in the morning right when you're fasting or at night. That's a really great, great thing to do. It can help with easing menstruation. Uh, that's another great thing it can do as well. And it can help with some muscle spasms as, as well, but, um, you know, You can rub it on the skin like in an area that you've been kind of having some achiness and some spasms. Uh, But those are the main ones, guys. So a couple of things here at the very, very end. I would not recommend pregnant women using the oil since it's so potent. I wouldn't recommend if you – it can be used for headaches. I've used it like mild concentrations. But uh, I'd be careful because it can exacerbate a headache because of the aroma being so strong. So don't overdo it on that. I personally would not ingest rose oil. I just think it's something that uh, I wouldn't personally do. And then, of course, keep it away from the children because this is super, super potent. And lastly, lastly, I mentioned this tangentially that rose oil scores very high on the ORAC scale. Now, if you search ORAC at Naturopathic Earth... You'll get some articles on that. And we have a couple that, which which fruits and spices are high on the ORAC scale. Really quickly, the ORAC scale is just about oxidation in the body. And oxidation leads to inflammation. So when you see that a food or a spice or an oil is high on the ORAC scale, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's what you want. And it just fights against inflammation, which can theoretically lead to cancer and other disorders. So rose oil scores very high on the ORAC scale. It's up there probably... Uh, the, the I would say the spices. Now, I haven't really looked at the scale recently, but turmeric is very high on ORAC. Cloves, very high on ORAC. Uh, Some of the berries are pretty good in terms of things that you can eat, but rose oil is very high on the ORAC. So look, ladies, invest the money. Get some rose oil. It'd be worth it. It could last for years. Just one drop the diffuser, one drop in your lotions, Uh, and it's, it's definitely a worthwhile oil and it's luxurious hence the title of the episode the luxury of rose essential oil so guys if you like this episode please hit the subscribe button it would take you two seconds share this podcast feed to other people that you know or are interested in essential oil As if you're a doTERRA person don't be like oh he doesn't like doTERRA or if i'm your Lung lit young living or eden's garden or plant therapy whatever look i'm 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 not biased toward one or the other. So just share it and hit a review. Post a review for Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary, Holistic Health News, and Confessions of an Obese Child. It would mean a lot to us. Until next time, guys, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes. Our Facebook page at Holistic Health News and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.